Recording in progress. Okay, we're up to Pevav Amid Bey's two lines from the bottom. Today's daf, it would be helpful if you have an art scroll. Uh, if you have an art scroll, that'll be helpful um, for the next Mishnah. Again, if not, I'll do my best to explain it the best that I can. Um, the Mishnah had said like this. The Mishnah was describing that if five men decided they wanted to save money, and they all wanted to just share one get. They wanted to share one get. So the Mishnah said, if they write, if they write it all in one formation, in one procedure, we'll have to define that, then it's kosher. But if they, if they have five different paragraphs, so let's say it's, you know, you have five different people. So you have Avram is diversing Sarah, Yitzchak and Rivka, you're Yaakov and Leah, and you write all that, and then all in one document, then the Mishnah said that if the Edim are signing at the bottom, they're only signing to the last one. So if you have five people, A, B, C, D, and E, then the Edim are only confirming E. So the only one that's divorced is E. So if it's in one procedure, one formation, it'll work for five people. And if it's not, then, and if it's not in one formation, then it'll only work for the last one. So we have to define what's the definition of one formation that it'll work for five people sharing one get, and what's the definition of multiple multiple formations where it only works for the last ones. The Gemara says, What's an example of a klal where they're all sharing one text and it works for five people? And and what's an example of a typhus where um, each one has their own and it only works for the last one? So it's a machlekes of Yechon Reish Lakish. Amr of Yechon of Yechon. It says, Zman echad lekulam zehu klal. Zman lechol echad echad zehu taifis. Rav Yechon has an interesting shita. He says like this, you could have five different paragraphs. I, I don't care. You could have five different paragraphs. You don't have to share one paragraph. The definition, though, of one group is if they have one date. So if on the top of the document it says, Be'echad b'shavis, you know, whatever, and then it has all five paragraphs, that's one document and they could all share. But if it's Be'echad b'shavis, and then talks about John, and then it says another date, the Gemara will clarify. It obviously has to be the same date or else it would be, you know, partially that is a problem. And it's Be'echad b'shavis, you know, Avram and Yitzchak, and Avram and Sarah, Be'echad b'shavis, Yitzchak and Rivka. Then it's a problem. So it, it has to do with how many dates, not the paragraphs, not how it's written, but how many times is the date written in the document. That's Rav Yechonon's take. Rishlokish disagrees. Rishlokish Amar. Rishlokish says no. Afilus manecha lekulam. Rishlokish says it could even be one one date. That's an issue. Nami avetayfus. Lahechi dami klal. Because of anuploini, uploini gerashes yisain uploinis uploinis. Rishlokish says for it to be considered one document to work for multiple people, the 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 body of the document has to be I Avram, I Yitzchak, I Yaakov is divorcing Sarah. Rivka, Rachel, Leah, whatever it is. So it's not a matter of the dates. According to Rav Yechonah, it could be multiple paragraphs as long as it has one date. According to Rish Lakish, no, I don't care about the date. It could have one date. It has to do with the formation of the actual document. The document itself has to be one blob that has all the names together. Okay. So that's the Machlaikas of Yechonah Rish Lakish. Maskva, Rav Abba, Rav Abba, Sakasha, Rav Yechonah, Rizman, Echelukulam, Zehuklaal, the Gemara is a very simple kasha. According to Rav Yochanan, you could have multiple paragraphs as long as it has one date on top. So you have one date on top, and then you have Avram's divorcing Sarah. That's 
you know, paragraph number one. Then B is Yitzchak divorcing Rivka, and then C is is Yaakov divorcing Leah. And then the Edom sign on the bottom, according to Yechon, they're all divorced. But the Kasha is very simple. If the Edom are signing on the bottom, isn't it more likely they're only signing the last main part of the document, which is the last person's divorce? You have five people divorced, and A, B, C, D, and E, it makes more sense that the Edom, even if it's one date, I understand that, but it makes more sense that the Edom are signing on the last thing that they that is is above them. It's unlikely that the Edom are signing on the entire document. Mistama, they're only signing on the last one. I'll prove it to you. Miloy Tanya, doesn't the Brisa say, Edom chasumen al shila shalom beget? Puzzle. Chayshinon shem al shila shalom chosmu. The Gemara has the following point. Let's say you have a person as a get. And on the bottom of the get, the guy wrote, writes postscript. You know, I want you to say hi to John for me. And the Edom sign in the bottom, the halachas, it's not a good get. Why? Because we assume the Edom are only signing on the last part, that they agree that the Shliach should say hi to John for him. Meaning, you have an entire get and you have a little postscript. The assumption is the Edom are signing the postscript, not the body of the get. So over here also, according to Rav Yechanan, if you have multiple paragraphs, multiple bodies, even if you have one date, isn't it more likely that the Edom are just signing on the last thing, not the entire document? So the Gemara says, The answer is, says Rav Yechanan, you're right if each paragraph doesn't start with Avav. If you have paragraph A, which is Avram is divorcing Sarah, and then paragraph B is Yitzchak is divorcing Rivka, you're right. The Edom are signing on the last one. What's the case? It says Avram is divorcing Sarah. And then it says the Yitzchak is divorcing Rivka. The Yaakov is divorcing Rachel. So because there's a Vav, it's making it one chain. The issue with the postscript is Dafka where there's no Vav connecting. When there's no Vav, then we look at it as multiple paragraph, like sort of multiple documents within one document, and the Edom are signing the last one. But if there's a Vav connecting each paragraph, then the assumption is the Edom are signing in the entire thing. So Rav Yechonen is only cool with it when there's one date, and there's a Vav connecting each paragraph. Um, okay, Vaita. Uh, if there's any questions, please let me know. If you unmute yourself, then talk, because if you unmute yourself, sometimes people just unmute yourself. So I won't stop. The Su, another point. So the Gemara says that according to Rav Yechon, when is it an issue? It's when there's multiple dates. So for some reason, the Gemara assumes it means multiple different days. So you have Avram, it'll say, you know, on Sunday, Avram divorces Sarah, and then the next one will be on Monday, Yitzchak divorces Rivka. The problem is, if that's the case, then the issue should not be that it's multiple da- multiple documents or multiple paragraphs. The issue should be that the date and the signing is not happening at the same time. So the Gemara answer is very simple. The cases where they're all signed on the same day, meaning when we say multiple dates separates the documents, it doesn't mean different days, it just means you write, uh, you know, Sunday the 1st of July, Avram divorces Sarah. Sunday the 1st of July, it's the same day. It's just, there's no, there's no discrepancy between the day that it's written and the day that it's signed. But because it, you wrote the date multiple times, that's a way of, of, of making it that it's considered separate documents and the Edom are signing on the last one, not the entire star. Okay. According to Rish Lakish, though, 
it doesn't matter the date. According to Rish Lakish, it has to be one body. Now, the problem with this is, it sounds like this is the document according to Rish Lakish. You have one paragraph, and it says, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov are divorcing Sarah, Rivka, Rochole. The problem with that is, if that's the case that according to Rishlokish it's just one body of a document with five different men and five different women, the problem is two women are not allowed to be divorced with the same body of a get. As the Pasuk says, you have to have your own, not your own document, but you have to have your own paragraph. So how can it be that five women are sharing one paragraph and five men are sharing, five couples are sharing one paragraph? Each couple requires their own paragraph because that's because of law, that she has to have her own ksiva. So how could Rish Lakish be okay with it? So the Gemara responds, The Hadr Kosev Plaini Girish Plainis Plaini Girish Plainis. The answer is, according to Rish Lakish, this is how, how it's formulated. One date, one body of a document where all five couples are described, then each couple gets their own. So you need to have one body, one, you know, conglomerative paragraph combining all the couples to make it one document. Then you have to have each couple has their own paragraph. But it can't be that they just have their own paragraph because then it's considered five different documents. But it can't be that they just have one giant paragraph because then it's considered not their own. So it's one giant paragraph, then each one gets their own. That's when Rishalakish is, is makel. So it's not as big of a machloikis between Rishalakish and as we thought before. The difference is Rishalakish requires one conglomerative paragraph in the beginning, Rishalakish doesn't. The Gemara says, Now, just Agav, before we go weiter, we're saying that if it was just one gigantic paragraph, it would be an issue because you can't have multiple couples being divorced with the same document. Just have a kasha. The Brisa says that if I take seemingly one document and I write in one document that I want my two slaves to acquire everything I own, the halach is that it works. So why... Why is it that two women cannot be divorced with the same, with the same, um, with the same document, but two slaves can acquire everything, including their freedom? They could be emancipated in the same document. We know that gittin and emancipation are compared to each other. So how come by gittin they can't have one document? You can't have one paragraph, but by emancipation, seemingly you can. So the Gemara answers the answer is that brisa which allows two slaves to be emancipated at once is not referring where it's one. Uh, one one document. It's actually multiple stars. So your assumption was incorrect. Okay. The Gemara now just finishes up the sugya. The Gemara says Tanya Kavase de Rav Yochanan and Tanya Kavase de We have a brisa that backs up Rav Yochanan that all that matters is the one date as opposed to multiple dates. And we have a brisa that backs up Rishlokish that you need a, a conglomerative paragraph and then. Multiple individual paragraphs. Tanya comes to Rav Yechon. We have a brace that backs to Rav Yechon. The brace is the Tanakam. And Mamish says like Rav Yechon says. What does the brace say? Chamish shekosav b'techa get five men wrote in the get. Ish ployni megarish ployness. I so and so am divorcing my wife. So and so uployni ployness uployni ployness. And I so and so am divorcing. So and so. Each one is having their own paragraph. Uzman echad lekulam. But there is one date for all of them. Ve'edim malmata kulang sherim. 
They all get divorced, they just have to swap the paper. That's Mamash what Rav Yechonon said. As long as there's one date, that's all that matters. But if the document has multiple dates... The Brisa says, though, the Tanakama says that if they have multiple dates, then it's considered separate shtaris, and the only one that's divorced is the last one before the Edom signed. Rav Yudah ben Maseira disagrees. He says, no, I don't care about the date. I say, if there's space between the paragraphs, then it's an issue. kosher. So according to Rav Yudah ben Maseira, which is not a view that we've been following, Rav Yudah follows the Tanakama, according to Rav Yudah ben Maseira, he doesn't care about the Zman, and he just cares about, is there gaps? There has to be just no gaps. If there's no gaps, then there's one document. The gaps is the multiple documents. Shane's man mafsikan, because he doesn't care about the date. He could say there could be multiple dates, as long as there's no gaps in the document. Okay, that was a brisa following Rav Yechonon. Tanya Kavosi Derish Lakish, and we have a brisa that backs up Rish Lakish. Hopefully, my computer won't die because I'm in the car. Tanya Kavosi Derish Lakish. We have a brisa that backs up Rish Lakish. The brisa says, "Chamisha Shekasvu Kalal B'Toych Get." If five men wrote a common text in the get that is as unuployni ployni, Gerashin Shesayim ploynis 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 it has to be one one uh, paragraph that describes all of it Zman l'cholecha v'echad if the document contains multiple dates or Revach and Revach l'cholecha v'echad and there's space Veidilmata then only the last one is divorced. So you see that this Braisa follows your Shlokish, that the Iker is having that one paragraph. Rav Meir, Rav Meir says, Rav Meir follows what Rav Yechonon held, and he says, I don't care about uh, about gaps, I just care about dates. If there's multiple dates, then it's an issue. Okay? Now the Gemara just finishes up this discussion, it says, Rishlokish, my the Gemara just points out, according to Rish Lakish, it says that it has to be one paragraph. The Gemara assumes at this point, just one paragraph, it doesn't have the multiple paragraphs afterwards. So the Gemara says, what is the issue? Why does it say that the issue is the multiple dates? I thought Rish Lakish has a problem with one date as well. And the Gemara says, the Gemara says it must be. This is the Brisa, what the Brisa means, and it's Mamish or Rishlagishvelt, and that is if you have one paragraph and then multiple paragraphs, then it's considered one document, and one zman is, and and you need one zman, then it's considered one document. But if you don't have one um, one paragraph combining it together, then five zmanim. The Gemara says Hani Mili meaning. If you just have five paragraphs, like Rav Yechanan, that Rish Lakish feels is an issue. But Dafke, if you have one paragraph in the beginning, then multiple individual paragraphs, and you have one date, that's when Rish Lakish feels that it's one star. Okay, it's just sort of, it's Rish Lakish Hashita, just written about in a little bit of a funny way. Okay, new Mishnah. This is the trickier part of the Daf. This where this is where Art Scroll... Uh, this and the next mission is where Art Scroll would be helpful. But let me let me explain. You have two documents next to each other, okay? Art Scroll has pictures uh, a little bit. I, I, I can't... Uh, yeah, these two. It would help if you have them. You have two documents next to each other, okay? So, get A and get B. See, so all right, okay, under get A... Now, here's the issue. When you're writing Adem 
in Hebrew, it goes from right to left. So it's Chaim Avram Ben Yehuda Lebeliez. Right? So when you do that, and you write it across the entire page, so you have get A and get B over here, on it's sort of like next to each other in columns, and the Edom are on the bottom, they're going from right to left, then the Edom are obviously under the document that they start. So if you have get A on the left and get B on the right, and you have 10 Edom, whatever, it doesn't matter, all the Edom are for get B, because they're starting under get B. They're ending under get A. If, if Let's say, I'll give an example. You have Yaakov, Ben, Shim, and Aid. So Yaakov is the name of the witness. He's under the right side. He's under get B. Shimon is the father's name. He's not the one signing. Therefore, Shimon's irrelevant. The Iker is Yaakov. So where is that name? So if that name is on the right side, that's all that matters. Therefore, the only get that's a good get is the one on the right. Okay. So if you have two get next to each other, it seemingly doesn't matter how many Edom you have. The Iker will be the, Edom on the, the document on the right. That will be working because that's where the Edom will be. There is a different concept called Greek Edom, which is Jews that would write their names, they would use Greek. Now, Greek, according to Rashi, is also right to left, but, meaning it's written on the right side to the left side, but it's reverse. If by Hebrew it's Yaakov ben Shimon Eid, what does that mean? That means that the Eid, his name is Yaakov, and he's the son of Shimon. In Greek, Yaakov ben Shimon is actually Yaakov ben who is the witness? The son of Yaakov, which is Shimon. So by Greek, if it's it's really not really right to left. It's actually more read left to right. It might be written on the page right to left, but instead of Yaakov ben Shimon being Yaakov the witness, the son of Shimon, it's Shimon is the witness, the son of Yaakov. So if you have two next to each other, and you write under it witnesses from right to left covering the entire page, if they're written in Hebrew... They will be Yaakov ben Shimon. The aid is on the right side. That means that the document on the right is valid. If you're writing in Greek, Yaakov ben Shimon, then the Shimon is the aid, and the Yaakov ben is his father. He's ben Yaakov. Then the get on the left side is accurate. That's the point of this Mishnah. If you're writing in Greek, the get on the left side will be accurate. If you're writing in Hebrew, the get on the right side will be accurate. That's what this mission means. Let's see it inside. Shnei git and shekasun zebezet. You have two gitten that are written next to each other. A and B. A on the left, B on the right. Shnaim edim ivrim. And you have two signatures, two Jew, Hebrew signatures on the bottom. That's going right to left, reading right to left. So that means that the get. Boi metachazel etachazel. And they go from all the way, they cover the entire page. And under those two Hebrew, you have two Greek signatures. So you have two Hebrew and two Greek. The halacha is, The halacha is, only the get on the right is kosher. Meaning, if you have get A and get B, get B is on the right, and under that you have Yaakov ben Shimon, and Avram ben Yitzchak, and Levi ben Ruvain, and Shimon ben Yaakov, all these names... Even though the first two are Hebrew and the second two are Greek, the only one that's going to be kosher is the one on the right. And the Gemara will clarify why. Let's say you have one Greek and one Hebrew. Then you have Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek. Nobody's kosher. Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek, nothing is kosher. And the Gemara will clarify why that is. I mean, the seemingly reason is because neither get has two under it. 
the Gemara will clarify, you know, what the what the problem is. Okay, let's start the Gemara. Now, the, again, l- let's go in the first case. You have on the right side is is Ruvain ben Yaakov, and it's going right to left. Oh man, my battery saver's on. If if the if the if the thing dies, I apologize. Okay. The Gemara just says like this. Why don't you say like this? You have two getting the one on the left and one on the right. Under the one on the right, you have Yaakov ben Ruvain aid. So he said it only works for the one on the right because Yaakov is the aid, ben Ruvain is his father. So it's really one witness, and he's just signing the one on the right. The one on the left doesn't have an aid under it. So the Gemara just says, why don't you say this? That Ruvain is one witness, and Ben Yaakov is really a second witness. Why don't we assume that it's two witnesses? Maybe it's instead of Reuven Ben Yaakov being one person, there's Reuven, and there's Ben Yaakov, that's a second person. Dotanan, as the Mishnah said, Ben Ish Ploinied Kosher. You could have a, 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 a Ben Ish, you could have a person, that, that could be a, a Ben Ish, that uh, you could have a person... Um, a person doesn't have to sign his name. You could say who his father is. So Reuven could be one aide, and Ben Yaakov is a second aide. So why are you assuming it's one person? Maybe it's two different people. So the Gemara says, um, meaning, so why don't you just separate it? Reuven is on the right side. That's for one get. And Ben Yaakov is for the second get. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let, let me clarify. Let me clarify. Hold on one second. Can you guys give me one second? I just want to see... Is it possible for me to charge my laptop while in this car? Probably not. Okay, forget it. Um, so the Gemara says like this. You know what I'm going to do? Pause for one minute. I'm going to pause. Recording in progress. So the Gemara's kasha was like this. Let me go back and let me explain. The kasha is like this. You have Ruben Ben Yaakov going from one document to the next. So that we said, the Mishnah, the only aid that's kosher is the get on the right, because that has Reuven. Ben Yaakov is nothing. So the Gemara says, why don't you do this? The Gemara says, very good. It's not that there's two witnesses. That, that's later on in the Gemara. I apologize. It's one witness. His name is Reuven. He's also Ben Yaakov. So why don't you say this? He wrote Reuven under one get, and Ben Yaakov under the get on the left. So why don't you say that he really signed both of them? Ruvain, he signed one as Ruvain, and the second one he wrote as Ben Yaakov. They're both legitimate description of who he is. You have Ruvain, and he's Ben Yaakov. So why doesn't it work like that? So the get on the right should be kosher because of the name Ruvain. The get on the left should be kosher because it's Ben Yaakov. So why don't you say that that works? He is Ruvain, he's also Ben Yaakov. There's two different ways to identify yourself. And the Gemara says, Dotanan, as we'll see in the next mission, of Ben Ish Pleni Eid Kasher. You don't have to sign your name. You could say who your father is. If a person doesn't sign Ruvain, he just writes Ben Yaakov, that's also Kasher. So why don't we say that the get on the right is Kasher because of Ruvain and the get on the left is Kasher because of Ben Yaakov? So the Gemara says, The Kas of Ruvain Ben Akama, the Yaakov Eid Abasa. The answer is, he wrote Ruvain Ben under the get on the right. And then he wrote Yaakov under the get on the left. Meaning, if he had written Ruvain under the get on the right, and then Ben Yaakov under the get on the left, you'd be able to like sort of make a line, you know, separating. Then you'd say, okay, it's kosher. The one on the right is kosher because of Ruvain. The one on the left is kosher because of Ben Yaakov. But what he did is he wrote Ruvain Ben under the get on the right. And then on the left, you just wrote Yaakov. So then it's no good because then you have Ruvain Ben. That just means Ruvain. And then the left is Yaakov. He's not Yaakov. His father's Yaakov. So therefore, it's not a good get. The one on the left is not a good get. Oh, so the Gemara says, Ben. 
So it's not ish ploni it kosher. So the Gemara says, oh, this is what I, I meant before. I was a little confused before. The Gemara says, so why don't you say this? He wrote under the get on the right, Reuven Ben, and the, the get on the left, he wrote Yaakov. So why don't you say this? Both are kosher, and they're two different people. Meaning maybe the one on the right is Reuven Ben. Okay, that's what he goes by. And the one on the left is Yaakov. Maybe they're two different people. If they're one person, you're 100% right. But maybe they're two different Adam. One is Yaakov, and one is Ben Reuven, or Reuven Ben. So why don't you say it's two different Adam? So the Gemara says, Deloy Kasavet, the case is where he didn't write eight at the end. Meaning, if you don't write eight at the end, if you, if you, if you don't write eight at the end, we assume it's one long name. If you would have written, if he would have written Reuven Ben Aid and Yaakov Aid, okay, you're right, but he didn't. He wrote Reuven Ben Yaakov. The assumption is it's one Aid. And more than that, even if he had written Reuven Ben Yaakov Aid, the case is we know who signed it. Meaning, it's not like it's a random document. Go to the next page. That we, we, we don't know who the people are. We know it's Reuven Ben Yaakov. So I know it's Reuven Ben Yaakov. The question is, when he wrote it, when he signed it under the two documents, could it work? The answer is no, because he wrote Reuven Ben under one and Yaakov under the other, and he's not Yaakov. So Gemara says one more kasha. Dilma bishma davu Maybe it should work. Why? He wrote unto the right Reuven Ben. His name is Reuven. So he wrote Reuven unto the right. Perfect. Unto the left he wrote Yaakov. The problem is he's not Yaakov. That's his dad. Maybe he's using the name Yaakov as a nickname. Meaning someone, sometimes people call them, you know, four eyes, whatever. He goes by Yaakov. That's his nickname. Meaning it should be kosher. The get on the right should be kosher because of Reuven. The get on the left should be kosher because the name Yaakov is under it. Ah, he's not Yaakov, that's his dad. Maybe Yaakov is his nickname. Maybe that's his nickname. He goes by, uh, his name is Reuven, but he goes by Yaakov. Maybe that's his nickname. So you should kasha the one on the right because that's his name, the kasha left because he wrote his nickname. So the answer is no. No one would ever use, no one would ever, instead of writing their own name, write their dad's name as a nickname. No one ever does that. Meaning, you're saying instead of, like, you know, maybe instead of, like, a nickname, he just, like, he signs his dad's name. Who who does that? <laughs> no one uses their dad's name as a nickname, and no one signs their dad's name. Reuben Ben Yaakov is one signature. Reuben Ben Yaakov, and because he wrote Reuben Ben under the one on the right, and Yaakov on the left, it doesn't work. The Gemara says, Dilma Simnashavra, maybe his father's name is just a symbol. Meaning it's not that it's a nickname, it's not a description of itself, it's not a description of his father. Maybe it's a symbol. As we had, Rab Tsair Kavar, Rab would draw a fish as his signature. Rav Hanina Charusa, Rav Hanina would draw a palm branch. Rav Chizda Samach, Rav Chizda would just do a Samach. Rav Haishi Ayin, Rav Haishi would do an Ayin. Rab Aravun at Tsair Mekusa, he would draw a, a, a boat. So maybe the name Yaakov is sort of his calling card. That's his his symbol. The Gemara says, No one used their father's name as a symbol. That's disrespect. Okay? Fine. Now, what did it say in the Mishnah? You have two different documents. You have document A on the left, document B on the right, and then under it are four names. Two names in Hebrew, which read right to left, and then two names under it in Greek that read left to right. So what did the Mishnah say? The only one that's kosher is the one on the left. The, the one on the right, B. Again, get A is on the left, get B is on the right. Under get B, you have four names. The Mishnah said the only one that's kosher is get B on the right because it has the Hebrew names under it. I, under the Hebrew names, there's Greek names, which read from left to right. So they should be good for the left get. The Hebrew one should be good for the right get. 
the Greek one should be good for the left get. Why aren't the Greek names good for the left get? So you'll say, because, again, it's hard to, you know, just try to picture in your mind's eye, you have get A is on the left, get B is on the right. Under get A and get B, there are four names going across the entire page. The first two are Hebrew, which go right to left, so they're good for the get on the right, because they're under that get on the right. Under those two Hebrew names are Greek names, which go left to right. So they should be good for the get that they're above. You know, if you have Yaakov ben Shimon on the right side, that's good for the get above it. And then under that, you have a Greek name, which is Yaakov ben Shimon, but it's supposed to be read Shimon ben Yaakov. That should be good for the get above it, which is the get on the left. What's the problem? Why is the get on the left no good? And don't tell me, as the Gemara is going to point out, because in between the get, there's two Hebrew names. Hebrew names don't cause a hefsik. As long as, the, it's, as long as the document is filled, it should be fine. So why are the two Greek names on the very bottom of the document, under the Hebrew names, why don't they work for the get on the left? So the Gemara says, Why don't you say both get in our right? The get are good. The get on the right is good because the Hebrew names. The get on the left is good because the Greek names. It's not. Get shekosu ivris ve'edev yivonis. Yivonis ve'edev ivris kosher. You could have Greek names signing on a Hebrew get. So what's the problem? And if you'll tell me what the problem is, is that the Greek names are not directly under the get that they're trying to kosher. They're under the Hebrew names. The Hebrew names are a hepsic. But it's not true. Chizkia feels as long as the document is filled, there's no empty space, it's kosher. So what is the problem with the get on the left? Why aren't the Greek names good for it? So the Gemara answers, First of all, Ziri actually changes the girsa. He actually says when there's two Hebrew and then two Greek, they're both kosher. The Greek, the Hebrew ones are good for the one on the right. The Greek names are the ones for good on the left. The Gemara says, but our Mishnah, which doesn't say that they're both kosher, it's Dilma Gundalis Chasim, the Kulu The answer is like this. You have two documents, A and B. Under document, and then you have under document B, you have four Hebrew names filling all the lines. First two are Hebrew. They're definitely good for document B. Document A has no Adam under it. But under the Hebrew signees are two Greek names. So it says Yaakov ben Shimon, but you're supposed to read it as Shimon ben Yaakov. So that should be good for the get on the left. Why isn't it good for the get on the left? The Gemara is concerned that maybe those two Greek signees messed up at Gulgonius Chosen. Maybe they signed unconventionally. Meaning maybe in order to go along with the Hebrew writing, when they wrote Yaakov ben Shimon, they didn't mean for it to be read like Greek. Maybe they signed like Hebrew people. Meaning, Hebrew people write Yaakov and Shimon, it's Yaakov, the son of Shimon. When Greek people write Yaakov and Shimon, it's Shimon, the son of Yaakov. So over here, that's what happens. So it should be too good for the one on the right, too good for the one on the left. The answer is we're afraid that when the Greek people signed those two bottom ones, maybe they were trying to sign like the Hebrew ones. They wanted to go along, you know, when in, when in Rome, so to speak. So, you know, they, they wanted... Greek and Rome? I don't know, pun intended. I'm not good at geography. Point is, they wanted, when they signed the bottom two, perhaps, when they wrote Yaakov ben Shimon, they did not mean like the Greek names, Shimon ben Yaakov. And they and therefore it would not work for the get on the left. Maybe they were actually trying to be conventional Hebrew writers. So when they wrote it, so perhaps in this case, instead of having two Hebrew, two Greek, two Hebrew good for the right, two Greek good for the left, perhaps you have four Hebrew. And because it's unclear, we don't know what their intention was. Perhaps they were just trying to go along with the sign of the times. Perhaps it would kasher only the one on the right. Eitan? 
wouldn't there be didn't we learn earlier that aside from that the date on the get has to be according to that the local king wouldn't the same thing be true in the country like if you said greek you would only be in greece no, Hebrew so, would be Israel. So wouldn't no, that, the, the Gemara is going to say that, that here as no. Well? So in the next Mishnah, it's clear that that was just to show shalom to the kingdom. That was just to show cover to the Malchus. As we're going to see in the next Mishnah, you could have multiple languages signing as Adam. Conceptually, oh, Adam worked differently. Correct. Uh, because that would solve the. Correct. That would very much yes. solve the problem. Yes, it would. But the Adam, Adam, Adam evidently worked. But you're differently. saying that you're saying that's not needed. Correct. Saying that's not uh, cave. Okay. Correct. So the, back to the Gemara. The Gemara says, back to the next Mishnah. The next Mishnah, the next case of the Mishnah is you have two Gittin, and get on the left, get on the right, and instead of two Hebrew, two Greek, you have Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek. So it says the Mishnah, no good. Why? Because no document has two, two names. The Hebrew goes on the right, the Greek goes on the left, the Hebrew goes on the right. So the Gemara has a very simple question. Why don't you have two and two? Yes, they're written in not straight orders. So you have Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek. The two Hebrews should be good for the right, two Greeks should be good for the left. The Gemara says, Kasha, You could have one aid sign in Hebrew, one aid sign in Greek, so why doesn't it work? Let the Hebrew and Greek sign for one, Hebrew and Greek sign for the other. So the Gemara says, First of all, Ziri actually changed the gear so they're both kosher. But, he had a he had a price that said they're both kosher. The Tamidi done, but Artana who disqualified both Gitin is Dilma Gudonis Khasim, Bitlosahad, Vichad Achad. The answer is the reason why our mission is not against it is because like this, same thing. You have two Hebrew, two Greek scattered. So staggered, I'm sorry. So you have so so you have Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek. So I would say the Hebrew goes to the right, Greek goes to the left. Hebrew goes to the right, Greek goes to the left. Maybe though. Those Greek people are trying to sign in Hebrew as well. So maybe instead of Hebrew, Greek, Hebrew, Greek, it's maybe four Hebrew on the right. Or perhaps the ones in Hebrew are trying to sign like the ones in Greek. M- meaning when you have staggered Adim, perhaps the Adim are trying to line up with each other. Dilma is Maybe they're being unconventional. And I think Rashi actually, Artsgur actually has a picture that perhaps... You, you, it could be the three signatures, meaning maybe the first three, instead of it being four and two and two, maybe the first three are being unconventional. And the first three are really Hebrew, and they're good for the right. Or maybe the first three are being unconventional, they're all being Greek, and they're good for the left. And because you don't know, we're going to postulate. it. Because it's staggered, it's possible it's two and two, but it's possible it's three and one, it's possible it's four and zero, and, and it's possible in each direction, and therefore we're just going to postulate again. We're not sure. Let's just finish. Let's do the Mishnah and then we'll stop. The Mishnah says like this: Shire mixes a get. If you left over part of the get, the kosu dafasheni, you're writing the get and you run out of space and you write onto the next column. The edim umata and the edim sign under it. It's kosher. It's kosher. All right, that makes sense. The Gemara will ask a question on it, but that's not for today. Chasvu edim bereish If the edim sign at the top of the text instead of under it, or min hatzad, or on the side, or meacher, or on the back of the paper. We get portion a regular get. Obviously, the kahanim is get that were folded. It was always on the back, but by a regular get, if they sign the top side or in the back, puzzle it is disqualified. Hikiv shiroisha shulzeb b'tzad roisha shulzeb. This is uh, this is the area where it would really help if you have an art school picture. That let's say you put two documents on one paper, but you did the get on top is upside down. It's facing 
It's written facing the ceiling, and the get on the bottom is facing the ground. It's all in one paper. Like, he, he printed it funny. And the Edim are in the middle. I don't know if you have a picture. They have that over here, if you see. So, the top get is facing the ceiling. The bottom get is facing the bottom. The Edim are in the middle. It's no good. Why? Because the top get that's facing the ceiling, the Edim are above the text. The bottom get, which is facing the ground, the Edom are above the text. The Edom are constantly above the text. If you look at the picture, they make clear, therefore it's puzzle. Soifo Shilzeb, it's not Soifo Shilzeb. This is diagram 19 in the art school. And that is, let's say, instead of the top get facing the, facing the ceiling and the bottom get facing the bottom, the top get is facing the bottom and the bottom get is facing the ceiling. So the top get is normal, written normal, it reads normal. The bottom get is facing the ceiling. And the Edom are in the middle. Then, the top get is kosher, because the top get looks legit. It's a regular get with Edom under it. The bottom get, where it's facing the ceiling, the Edom are sort of upside down, if you look at it that way. Therefore, the bottom get is, is invalid, the top get is valid. Last case, which is, top get is written normal, bottom get is written normal, just two gets on the same page, with the Edom in the middle, then the halacha is, the get one is valid because, again, it's a get with Edom under it. The second get, the Edom are above it because the Edom are in the middle in between two get. And the, the second get, the Edom are above it. Therefore, it is invalid. They're not in a good spot. Okay. Again, look at the pictures. It'll make it incredibly easy. Get Shekasvu Ibris. A get that was written in Hebrew. The Ed of Yavanis, but the Edom signed in Greek. Or Yavanis, the get that's written in Greek. The Ed of Ibris and the Edom signed in Hebrew. Or or one witness signed in Hebrew, one witness signed in Greek, or a get that's written with a sofer and one witness, kosher, it is kosher. The Gemara, we had this, I think yesterday, two days ago, it's a machlek, it's Rav and Shmuel, is it that the sofer wrote it and one witness, or is the sofer the second signee and there's actually two of them, it's a machlek. Now regarding how it could sign. If you just write Ish Yed, I write Chaim Avram Eid, kosher. Ben Ishponiyed, if I write, instead of Chaim Avram, I just write Ben Rabbi Hudalai Biliezer Eid, that's also kosher. You can either write your name, you can write your father's name, or you can write Ishponi Ben Ishponi. The low cost of Eid kosher. Or you could write Chaim Avram Ben Rabbi Hudalai Biliezer. Even if you don't write Eid, that's also a, a, a kosher. The Kachay Nekiyadash Rishlaim Aysim, and that was what the uh, meticulous people of Yishlaim did do. They wouldn't write Eid at the very end. You wrote your name, you wrote your father's name. You don't have to write Eid. It's clear enough. If a person wrote the husband's and the wife's surname instead of their father's name, so instead of the, their father's name, they just wrote their last name, it is kosher, it is kosher. I will stop here and we'll pick it up uh, tomorrow in person, Bez Hashem. I'm back, I'm coming back right now, Bez Hashem, and I'll be, I'll be back, uh, I'll see you guys tonight. Have a good one.